Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the MI podcast. Today's episode is very special uh, and very interesting as well. Because within this episode, we'll talk about the mental aspects. Early episodes, we've talked about uh, a lot of things within marketing, about techniques, uh, what is trending, what is different industry, marketing for different uh, industries per se, uh, different type of methods used, um, what is kind of, uh, you know, really achieving in terms of as a marketer, uh, what is the ROI that you get. So a lot of technical aspects as well as aspects, uh, you know, which are skill-based. Uh, the most important thing I would say for any, uh, you know, marketer or working professional is the mental aspect. Um, any kind of corporate working professional, especially when you have more responsibilities as you go further, uh, you know, within the corporate ladder, uh, many, uh, you know, young people also starting their own businesses, uh, they are getting, uh, you know, like we hear about getting investment funding. So then responsibilities uh, kind of increase. So handling a huge amount of people, uh, their expectations, uh, dealing with their behaviors, how you have to uh, check your behavior, your faculties, how you have to maintain your energy. Uh, sometimes you have to detach, how do you kind of rewind? So a lot of mental aspect is there on mindset, um, which is very important because uh, we have seen how, uh, you know, a mental, uh, you know, fatigue is there as well as mental health crisis also somewhere or the other has been discussed uh, within a lot of Western countries, even India, maybe it was just not discussed, but because of social media, now it is. So how do you kind of, uh, you know, navigate through all this to give put your best foot forward so it's not just uh, you know feeling fully detached and not uh, realizing your responsibilities it is with within your responsibilities uh, handling them and how to handle yourself in the process so we'll uh, kind of uh, discuss a lot of important things uh, you know for marketers with the mindset aspect of it so Awesome. So we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we have with us uh, Ishita. Hi, Ishita. How are you? Hi, I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm also doing great. Awesome. So Ishita, where are you joining us from? So I'm joining from Ahmedabad, India. And uh, I have been closely working with Joyful Spaces. So, That's great. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Ishita, then you could just paint a bit of picture about yourself, like your background, where you all have studied and uh, what you're doing currently so that the audience will uh, know a little bit more about you. Yeah. So, uh, hi, I'm Ishita and uh, I'm a healer. I have closely worked with marketing and consumer psychology, even user experience design. I would say that I'm an experimental design who believes that in today's world, there are two things that can, you know, help people integrate joy. One is working on their well-being, understanding their unique spots, and understanding how they can serve the world with their unique So I'm closely working right now on well-being and creating joyful spaces at work. Uh, and yeah. So Ishita, um, in terms of like you talked about, you know, uh, creating joyful spaces, um, now, if you see the corporate environment is, you know, quite competitive and, um, you know, as leaders within, you know, your company or in general, the industry, you have to, you know, maintain a bit of an authority, you know, like then uh, 
in terms of you know the results are happening people are doing things on time so you know bit of that pressure also has to be put on the people working for you so how do you maintain a balance where you are like talking about a joyful working space and also it being kind of competitive at the same time i think one one very important aspect is understanding when you have to be a motivational person versus when you have to be very directed towards what they need to do that's the first thing as a leader that you really need to understand the second thing when it comes to competitive environment is to understand the value of patience like people are not patient and the second second being that you know being still more with the process being mm-hmm. more process oriented at the same time understanding uh, that people do need that empathy and communicating things in the right way so communication is the key hmm that's right i also kind of notice this i feel you know earlier there's a perception when you used to talk about communication just like how you speak a certain language you know when you used to say okay this person has good communication skills uh in the corporate it was like a perception yeah he can speak english well but i think now it's gone beyond that where uh your communication is you know where you uh it's very kind of clear what you mean and it is out there you know like there is some uh action you expect some end goal everything there is a clarity so there is no like uh, uh very less scope for a kind of a mixed messaging or um you know lack of understanding that the other person gets so it's kind of clear whenever um i've seen like in terms of people interviews where they are hiring they are people uh, you know big power, uh, in decision makers this look first thing they look at is structured thinking right the person is able to structure and this is within communication also uh, it has a huge impact where your thinking is structured like uh, you we might see a lot of interviews of you know like celebrities actors they say what do you like about the director so they say that okay this person is very clear in what he wanted his vision so that is the same thing like where you are in that position so i'm definitely right and as i feel like just because your language is good in that but there is a lot of layering in communication and uh, there is no limit of how uh, you know good you can get in it so any anything you can say about that ishita i think uh, like the first thing that comes to my mind is hashtag lo, uh, ki aap kehna kya chahte ho so that That's is it. very very important like uh, being very clear with the objectives because if i'm executing mm. a session and event or you know mm. even a strategy then the what where when how are so important because if you don't understand mm. those aspects then your communication is not creating any output so the uh, so the end goal or the success point or the solution driven approach is very important right that's right and uh, i'm sure everyone out there who's listening will you would have kind of even uh, experienced this when you have a person you know you has is in an important position first thing you observe is very clarity of thought and their communication so that is something where they have differentiated themselves and one over confidence and credibility of the people around them yeah this person can do it because he is very clear in his thinking and that same clarity he will uh, convey to uh, people who are working from him so yeah that is some kind of a takeaway for uh, you know yeah. guys and yeah and i also feel that in that very 
position where you are it is very important that how consistently you communicate with your uh, team members hmm. and as a leader okay. how much you stand up for them so that creates a lot of uh, value that's right another great point to note that uh, your communication has to be a constant process there has some be some strategy involved um so like say you are leading a marketing team uh, are you having those regular uh, you know meetings with them just in terms of at least if not taking their inputs in terms of you know what they have done what reports and all uh, you are communicating what you want from the company or what the company has achieved what the company is looking at uh, somewhere if this is happening uh, regularly it you know creates that um, you know sense of feeling of Uh, ownership within the people who are working for you—they also feel they are part of this, right? This journey. So definitely, it should be uh, kind of maintained. As we all have worked more in the corporate sector, we have kind of got better in terms of uh, you know communicating thing to a large team. You have uh, you know tools also today uh, where you are managing projects, so everyone knows where they are at that point within that project. You know what is expected of them. So. um it's easier said than done but uh, definitely if you have the complete team uh, who is kind of really invested and is following uh, you know in terms of their behavior communication as well as handling this tool properly then i feel that's the best case scenario awesome so ishita then with respect to this particular discussion on mindset we'll start off with um, you know for marketers if you could like define like what would be a winning mindset and you know how do you uh, cultivate the same to get more success i think when we say winning mindset it's about how solution driven you are and the way you shape your perspectives so having a positive outlook towards things at the same time being open to criticism and feedback i think giving mm. and receiving feedback the way you give and receive feedback is very important and crucial when it comes to winning mindset and then having a strategy to achieve that success path like you know having a proper sequential map is mm. very important as well as being that compass that you know you know that you not everything is going to be as you as you plan it to be mm. so you know being ensuring that i'll travel towards north in my life i may not mm. i may not succeed necessarily in what i wanted right now but you mm. know because people who are very success driven again are very susceptible uh, to failures uh, if mm. they fail once they would feel they are a failure so you know mm. winning mindset is that right balance striking that right balance between having the positive outlook having a goal sheet as well as understanding that you just have to move towards north navigate your navigate your compass of life towards north that's right ishita what do you feel like when you you know we set up these plans like uh, you know marketing strategy and we set up you know certain tasks for to be done by ourselves as well as a team um somewhere you feel you know that two three tasks have not been done on time or people are not you know taking that much interest to meet a deadline um it can have a negative imp- impact in terms of like you know your behavior also like in terms of putting more anger out there you know to control the people you are working for so what should you be your approach in uh, you know such kind of and which is i think a daily thing for a lot of marketers so 
So I feel first thing, yeah, and I've re what I've seen in recent years that uh, based on the based on the corporate wellness reports that I have gone through, eighty percent of the companies, or you know, a lot of people, lot of sales uh, executives are under stress because yeah. they and they leave the company and. Especially when it comes to manufacturing industries, there is like 40% attrition rate across it. The reason being that people are leaving company because their managers were shouting at them, they were abusive. Now, managing stress is very important. And uh, the right approach to this is actually learning the art of empathy and communicating well. The second is to journal things down and, you know, creating vulnerability centers at workspace uh, mm. which is really trending right now because corporate wellness is trending right now so you know uh, creating vulnerability centers where people can really navigate their feelings express you know places where people can cry out so that's very important now is what i see especially for sales executives that's right ishita vulnerability center i mean many people not be aware of this you could like elaborate on that so vulnerability center so when i say vulnerability it doesn't mean that you know a uh, crying and saying that you know everything is going haywire in my life it's just mm -hmm. not that vulnerability center is being authentic being who you are and expressing yourself the way you are maybe you know our hobbies are being expressed people the things that we felt for example me being a singer or a dancer maybe felt that how can that be a helpful aspect as a marketer but you know understanding those those pointers which we felt were irrelevant and bringing that to workspace creating that setting and then giving people uh, the tool to you know be themselves and you know so that they express who they are and just not that they can cry out they can play having board game sessions so creating those spaces for them where they can be vulnerably who they are they don't have to fear that they are in a corporate world there is politics they have to be this way or that way so i think that's right. that's right i think somewhere here uh, like say we have a weekly session where you are talking about you know what you have done in the week and you reporting i think somewhere there can be a meeting where you have people if you're not your bosses shouldn't be part of it like you have your peers involved and uh, it just kind of a chill out session where you are kind of sharing what you all have done if anyone can you know help you out in a certain aspect or some suggestions you have for the company which very open space within that so yeah this is a good idea if companies can kind of execute that um because a lot of the time that what happens is you know the people they are not able to express these things openly within the space because they are not given the outlet so then lot of bitching and all that happens you know during a lunch time or this thing because they don't have the outlet so it's a negatively used end of the day Absolutely. so if it's used in a positive way where this um, meeting is happening or not i'm not saying every company has a capacity for you know like having uh, hiring a professional for that or you know like having somebody dedicated but at least uh, if an interaction is happening because i've noticed that that is also not happened many companies you just have it's just work 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 and that is added to the stress level when uh, even when you say work from home it's just it became even more uh, just work oriented there was not any downtime happening at all so yeah that is something kind of interesting 
Awesome. So, um, Ishita, any like you within your company or a company that you have worked for, uh, you have uh, kind of uh, like worked for in terms of externally, like you've been yeah. uh, kind of gone there for a session. Any kind of suggestions you've given them in this space and anything you want to share with respect to that? Yeah, so there was this product that we were working on. One was VR for wellness, where we hmm. created a gamified version of virtual reality where people, you know, experience their breathing techniques and work through that. And uh, hmm. right now I'm closely working on joyful spaces where my intention is to create fun Fridays. So I've ensured that I help, them pe help people go through rational emotional behavioral therapy where they can rationally shift their perspective and emotion about what they are doing. So counseling them, understanding their perspective. So when they are getting very negative about, you know, why is this happening to them? Then, you know, ensuring that instead of projecting that reality, I help them change their perspective about it, which is a process. That's right. Ishita, how do you like ensure that uh, in many companies, a lot of people are more shy and introverted. So how do we generally and when you have a, uh, some kind of an event where there's a participation, you want to share something uh, in front of, they would kind of back off from that. So how do you ensure there's a smaller space where these kind of uh, employees also, they get uh, more of a chance or more, uh, you know, encouragement from the company to express. I think uh, one thing is understanding their strength points and then giving them platforms where they can talk in their group presentations. Like, you know, if mm. there is a group of five to six people creating small group sizes and then giving them a platform where they can express. So that is where we can start from. That will help them build that confidence. Understanding first, what is their strength point? That's the key. That's right. Very important for a smaller groups. So if you have uh, this thing, you can like select five, six people. And obviously the most shy person also, if this is such a small group and a few minutes into the discussion, they will get the confidence. They will start sharing. This is a different perspective you'll see uh, about them. So yeah, this is a very uh, kind yeah, of a and also when we, when we Also when we see these shy people, they are very objective viewing, which a lot of people who speak a lot, speak a lot of jargons, would not have they will not be so objective about things so critical about things so that is again a strength that they have they're very objective they're very precise so their research pedagogy is usually better usually very good very accurate so that is where they excel yes. uh, yeah so so like when we when it comes to uh when it comes to the uh, method that we use while understanding things the people you know are very objective driven when it comes to introverts People who are introverts mm. are like very, um, you know, they logic know, like very, very precisely. And yeah, they are more logical. What is the A to B kind of thing? Like uh, not yeah, so much on yeah, the behavior aspect. aspect and feelings and all that. Yeah, that's right. Yes, definitely. Yeah, this um, and plus they will have a different perspective if they are given that space to express and which can be uh, beneficial to the company mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, in terms of um, they have, you know, a lot of strengths, like if you compare even in cricketers, I think there was a session many years ago, I had, uh, they had done a communication specialist had come down and uh, they said they're all kinds of people 
within an organization everyone has their strengths and you have to leverage it somewhere people who are you know shy introverted they might not get an opportunity and then you're losing out on getting their uh, you know strengths also from them for your organization so like they give an example like you have in indian cricket team at that time i think rahul dravid was there and you will have somebody like a sehwag so you know like their personalities are totally different but if you see overall in the scheme of things um, there's so much uh, of value both have brought to an organization uh, within that so those kind of things so uh, i i remember an interesting task they had done that okay who are these kind of people who are little bit more expresses who are this thing there were different groups made and everyone he talked about you know their strengths and weakness and how they can improve themselves to uh, contribute more to society awesome so um, ishita if we can talk about the aspect of uh, you know facing rejections and failures and uh, within marketing and sales fields uh, this is something which happens on a daily basis and somewhere i feel you should kind of uh, separate what you give and what you are personally like you cannot take those things personally they are not rejecting you they are rejecting at the time you are offering a service or a product so uh it's easier said than done but how do you handle yourself in this uh situation because i'm sure like even i started my career as a sales person and uh, somewhere where you have to maybe directly go and sell cold calling and all that how do you kind of uh handle your behavior that uh these things are not taken to heart and you can kind of put your best foot forward in your job i think the first thing that we need to understand is practicing rejections first so talking to those big shots or big companies which you have never done where you mm. think the failure is 100% possible so start with that because mm. there there is more acceptance because you know you will be rejected so that mm. way you start accepting failures you start accepting rejection once you have found that stillness in rejection then the fruit starts you know coming up you start growing and now you're more confident you're okay with it you're okay with people not listening you're okay with it but now you keep trying because you know there are there is someone so that's one thing which i feel uh, is a very good strategy that's right um in this is also an interesting point and which all like sales persons can use is firstly your product know it inside out and make a pro- proposition of it or a elevator pitch right that obviously you also yeah. convinced if you are say part of the tg who is a prospective buyer so when you do that um and create a mindset where uh, it's like i'm offering something of value i'm not one of the thousand people offering the same thing right um because there was obviously an experiment done uh, very interesting where there was a guy he was offering um like half a kilo of gold or something like that on the streets right there was a experiment so he is offering i'm giving so no one believed it right everybody is like how is this some scam like how can you kind of offer this openly and if you see his mood he was chilled out okay you don't want okay next guy like this and all so it was like the secret was if you are offering something of really high value you are not concerned if someone the another person will definitely take it right so that mindset is there that if not uh, because i am offering something of value like one person doesn't want it the other person will yeah, definitely person. and 
and throughout like so he would have i think the experiment was he got like at least 200 rejections and maybe i think one or two people then accepted also and his mood was the same the whole day like it was a positive mindset um, that he had so this is something kind of interesting for uh, you know sales person so ishida what is your I, opinion on that yeah yeah i think this is like this is actually a very good uh, strategy and value driven approaches of high demand like i mean that's that's the only thing that a marketer has and should focus on actually could focus on so that, you know that's right and if you see this like when we all have been like obviously offered some product or the other services mostly obviously because that is more direct kind of selling we hmm. observe the guy who is having a lot of energy and a positivity in him over his product it could be like you would have talked and outright you know not taken interest of 10 people pitching you the same kind of product or service and you take an interest somewhere you feel uh, there is a sense of confidence and security in what he's doing he's not absolutely uh, kind of somewhere that insecurity becomes very salesy and then you know you kind of pull back you know you're not kind of trusting that person so that's why they say na you know you if you make yourself a certain level then you attract things like so is the same like where you are not uh, you know finding yourself like i'm to kind of desperate in that uh, and kind of work on that process of uh, you know being of value to person useful and then they will take direct interest within you so so that brings me to one more important point like you know when it comes to, like i am a voice over artist so one thing that i have really learned is that uh, your smile it also has a texture it adds a texture to your voice because you're talking mm. about positive outlook so you know that should be a part of training and you know first week of induction for sales people should be people randomly calling you <laughs> and then smiling and talking so that mm. is or can be practiced in the induction process of people uh, that awesome also awesome. so um that's interesting and i think obviously the main thing for a voice over artist is uh, say there as you are saying a particular dialogue or lines um the emotion that is the main thing right that is what differentiate then person just reading out a line and feeling it because is through the voice only you are feeling that when a person is kind of hearing that particular uh dialogue if it's dubbed or whatever so yeah this is a kind of interesting so if uh you kind of are training yourself that has in so many other aspects of your life that has a great impact awesome so Ishita, uh, we'll come to the part of time management, which is so important. I feel the amount of, uh, you know, mini tasks, mini decisions have increased, uh, you know, hundredfold over the last few years because uh, you're using so many amount of tools. The expectation of a lot of content and, uh, you know, like different kind of events or whatever you're doing, there's it's all just the volumes have increased because of competitive space. You have to be consistent in that. You have to. uh you know deliver when the it's expected from the client and all so how do you kind of manage your time like what are the key things for you when you are an important decision maker in a company you have lot of mini decisions over the day lot of important decisions how do you kind of uh, manage your day i think uh, creating a joy sheet is what i have implemented at my workspace so this is what i have proposed like joy sheet is basically where you list down the task in 369 format 
based on the elements of joy so you write down how joyful can your day be as a marketer and then you then you put down your task list based on that in a format of 369 three are the immediate tasks and yet the things you like then comes the next six and then comes the next nine so completing that list is uh, one thing that i have cultivated that's right Three six nine. So, um, in terms of uh, Ishita, like you said, three six. So, which are three are the harder tasks? If you could like re go through that a little bit more detail. Yeah. So, three are the first three priorities of highest, uh, highest, you know, highest priorities. Hmm. Then, so like, let's take uh-huh. let's take some examples. So, okay. So, first thing, marketer, he will see that okay, how was my campaign done? Uh, yesterday right that is the first priority okay that i have to check that those are the uh, you know statistics in front of me so that is okay that's an right. important task right now understanding that what you enjoy also for example uh, for example i am more productive at the, from the time 5 to 7 pm mm. and not during afternoon so understanding mm. what task to schedule at what time duration based on my mm. energy level which is not considered a lot of time we would Keep tasks based on our urgency level, or but we get exhausted because there is so much mm. to do. So understanding that at what energy level you can give your best. If I'm creative, then maybe I can be creative in morning hours or in the evening hours, but not in the afternoon. So understanding mm. where to put and plot that is uh, one mm. thing because marketers usually get that space to navigate their energy when it comes to their creative abilities. Hmm. Uh, digital marketers, and when it comes to the marcom industry, we get a lot of time for that. So understanding where to put that, based on what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, and then nav- navigating your energy. That's right. So a uh, marketer can see that uh, during a certain time of the day, he feels uh, you know more creative juices flowing. So yeah. mark that out. Say like you are ideating on your. tagline for the campaign or you are navigating yeah. like certain say a script you are making for the video tutorial or something like that where more thinking and that happens like in terms of you uh, getting ideas and then kind of uh, you know executing it in terms of your uh, script or creative brief or something so yeah schedule those at that time because what will happen if you don't do that then at a time where you are not feeling that creative is not happening uh internally for you that hour is wasted and it has happened also where one hour i'm just okay it's like a writer's block like you are thinking okay what is going this thing so whatever yeah. you do then it's you're not going forward with that right that's right so okay 3 6 now the 9 part <laughs> the 9 are all the other tasks which you would like to do and which you enjoy but you have been postponing so writing all those down so that mm. way anything that can be scheduled for the next day you know that these are listed so at least one keeps going upward okay okay so you are saying the nine is still the maximum like those tasks which you are not kind of enjoying and you have to still yeah. get them through okay. also also the things that you enjoy but you have been postponing for a while so you know mm. and putting it in a joyous list and not telling because i'm so bored with the idea of to do list because hmm. we are talking about to do list it's good to tick mark because that really motivates 
but mm. at the same time i feel understanding your energy and channelizing it right way is very important that's right i think this can be used in the like work management tool like for example to do is which i use so where you have different color marking as per like you we made a division of all the tasks that can be done i think um i think a way to work for we have to work uh, you know a lot with technology so if we have these tools where you can mark out these things and um, you know showcase also within your calendar a certain amount of time for a particular task and try to stick with it then that will kind of uh, uh, help you with your management um during the day definitely uh, you know a lot of marketers would face it that where you have to execute a thing urgently right so if you kept a particular task for an hour and say a meeting came up or there was some other you know important work so how do you kind of uh, what would be your suggestion to work around that so i have set up uh, those two hours but those two hours have gone away in something say urgent at that time yeah so firstly when something urgent and uh, urgent comes again coming back to the compass idea you have to scale mm. towards not so understanding mm. that this is a highest priority firstly of course uh, when that task is come up you have to ensure that it has to be done there is no other option that you have but mm. now uh, being very uh, approaching it this way that you know writing the sub points towards it you know because a lot of times we don't have uh have you know preparedness for the meetings because it's it, it has just come so just using that 5 minutes or 2 minutes that you get, get in the form of a uh, minutes of meeting and understanding what are the deliverables that you have to give so that becomes a fast track approach to manage your time efficiently where what you say adds more value that's right and i feel on a day day wise you have to have certain amount of adherence to it like obviously something could come up but that shouldn't be an excuse to okay i put it to the next day somewhere or the other on a daily basis there could be a day maybe okay that one hour you've lost or that task can be done but it shouldn't then convert into excuses that okay nay nah, nah, from tomorrow i'll do it 100% like somewhere when that happens then those excuses start happening in your mind and you said ha chalo let's take the easier because obvious as a person you'll uh, your mindset is that you'll always take a easier option unless you push yourself so i don't think you should uh, go in that space so we all want to push also definitely something where you have a motivational thing a goal in front of you and you kind of have a i feel even a kind of some like when you do meditation or some chant where you are kind of saying that okay these are the tasks and i am going towards a goal right that's my vision so if i don't do this my vision will not be something an urgency create within yourself to uh, you know execute your task awesome so ishita in terms of um, you know maintaining your motivation uh, one i think this aspect i just now talked about any other techniques of uh, you know maintaining motivation during the times where you will not be like you just see sometimes in motivation is something like uh, you just see a motivational video or you talk to somebody who is kind of inspirational but then that is not going to be happening all the time so how do you approach your mindset where there's a constant sense of you know like uh, motivation to achieve things so i think uh, 
it's a it's something that you have to create as a habit in workspaces so yeah. even if you can just have 15 to 20 minutes time slot at workspaces every day it cannot yeah. happen once a month people giving a lecture on mindfulness it will not help or change their perspective so you know creating a habit is what yeah. i recommend so when people uh, are taking sessions or you know uh, when we conduct uh, what we have uh, started in our organization is journaling so we have given uh, people journals where they write what they are grateful for what uh, what they enjoy doing what they what was good that happened today and uh, what they feel blessed about so that way uh, we start channel channelizing that yeah something good is still happening in my life even if this is not working mm. in my favor something is working that's right i think now it's kind of one negative thing that happens that when something doesn't go your way somewhere your senses are kind of uh, uh, you feel overwhelmed ki okay this you get into a negative kind of a tunnel thinking so uh, this is i feel it's a good idea like if you are into kind of a journaling or you write your feelings or some kind of expression is happening uh, there can be different ways for different people but uh, you definitely when you um, you know have noted somewhere that you what you are uh, grateful for then it kind of have as a positive aspect for you and then your mood can change around that so yeah definitely this is something which um, can use because i feel somewhere or the other with you know social media and people's judgments and you know today you have this fear of missing out and hundred other things um you can kind of get into a, a negative spiral in terms of thinking also so somewhere how do you kind of detach yourself where that's why i feel somewhere or the other as people we kind of have to have a thing where we can have you should live on our certain terms that we have kept not rely and get distracted what other person's success or what that person is not doing you know i am doing you know putting up some kind of thing that i am superior than someone or inferior so yeah i think these are kind of uh, you know good techniques as i said mindset is something like even you know ishita said that uh, it's with practice that you uh, kind of get better and has to be in that space uh, we Absolutely. sometimes with our yeah. that's uh, right yeah so no, no, you can go on. plays a very important uh, role like you know when it comes to people not focusing on their diet or you know overeating or not eating much so i think these are very small aspects but you know the, if if once added it can really bring that balance in the way they perceive things and their mindset also because you don't know how food affects you but it plays a very yeah. important role yes ishita this is a very interesting thing where you you know when you're having these snacks like say 11 o'clock in many offices you'll go you'll go outside um i don't want to go like many people are smoking and all that also that's another thing but they will have your um, like a vada pav samosa and then uh, something or any other unhealthy thing and also at five and actually those are times where there's a certain amount of stress also in your work and all and you are kind of peaking that stress level with unhealthy food and all so what is your opinion on that like also managing that or in terms of like how do you kind of 
your eating techniques can be throughout the day for managing stress so i think one is definitely ensuring that there is a uh, there is a tap or tag for you know competitions more on health you know people mm. competing on different health health aspects like you know mm. uh, for example drinking more water so who is drinking the right accurate water with which their body needs and you mm. know these and except for that there are many competitions that a lot of companies uh, you know now uh, voluntarily have started taking actions towards like you know they have a lot of health related how many hours you have walked uh, challenges that they have incorporated which which yeah. can definitely like if you have a uh, like a fitness watch kind of thing so you can calculate like if everyone i think these kind of things have become more affordable yeah the trackers So yeah. tracker me, you have a competition, so you give everyone. If they don't have their own, then you just give them uh, kind of a tracker. So our competition is in the next like seven days. Who will have the maximum, uh, you know, kilometers covered or something like that? So that's also, gamifying the thing, which is yeah. True, and also like after every forty minutes, if there is a music that is being played, where people just have to stand up, they don't have to do anything, but there's a music that revolves around everywhere. so that can also create a therapeutic environment like we are now music is a very good therapy instrument being used in a lot of alternative healing so one thing that i have observed when you said about vada pav uh, i think one thing when we why do we have sweet tooth we have sweet tooth like it means that that is one aspect that is missing in our diet so hmm. if i have if i really am feeling the strong nudge to eat more chocolates or pastries that means that what is less in my body is is actually eating more dry food so substituting mm. so chocolate it's creating a craving basically yeah uh, that lack in like your spicy diet also spicy ka bhi bahut log ka like hota hai that Haan. i think woh zyada hota hai so it's like you feel uh, that is less in you and then you have that spicy craving also उसी को चैनल करना इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट लाइक यू नो अंडरस्टैंडिंग कि वो क्रेविंग कहाँ से आ रहा है एंड इट्स ऑलवेज दैट वेदर यूट्रीट age old educational technique that has been implanted in humans that you know we have to we have to win that winning attitude somewhere is in us so creating mm. that idea that you know being healthy is the ideal thing to do is very important in organizing because that affects your mindset that affects your the way you see life the way you see yourself so healthy healthy body and movement you know after 30 40 minutes having that movement in body and you know lifting those energy up that you have because we are sitting at one place so that movement is very important and for people who travel a lot again uh, being still is more important because then they don't know how to be still so connecting to nature mm. is important a lot of people that's right and what happens i have been in sales also so even though you are traveling you are walking and all you are having junk food so even if you burn yeah. like 100 more calories with one some junk food item you have added 300 400 calories of more fats and 
you know sugars or whatever so yeah i mean uh, when we are talking about mindset here we are looking at mindfulness when you are uh, absolutely eating and respecting what's going in your body because yeah. somewhere if we take it as it's a it's very important here yeah that's right entertainment or relaxation in eating like what is the general thing like you feeling full day stress work i have just given my report you know and it's been like a one hour meeting and you know grilling and everything i'm like chalo yaar abhi mcdonald's ja ke burger aur ye sab kha do and also that is the thing where it's a reward system also uh, in the in the mindset which shouldn't be i think where uh, we have to kind of separate that and uh, uh, you have to have your own techniques what motivates you and all this is a thing where you and can have the comes with awareness that comes with awareness of your body like you know uh, you you need to start asking your body that you know what is that a body really need because a lot of times we are just eating because of mood. so ask yourself that what mood am i in when i am hmm. because that creates a lot hmm. of temptations like when i'm angry or stressed or when i'm lazy lethargic tired i would naturally want to have more junk so hmm. you know understanding what emotional frequency are you in and what you are eating because uh, people who have gained a lot of weight or you know who start eating so there is more stress eating either people hmm. deprive themselves of food or they overeat why because in anger in frustration what's easier is to get the taste of it to uplift and get the dopamine rush for that hmm. moment so that feels good but uh, is it really helping you so that's the question creating that you know question in your mind is very important. that's right and it here is so is like you're giving example where a person is kind of uh, feeling low or something and then he is kind of replacing that with like food mm. uh, you know stuffing in things like which are not healthy even like a reward system is become eating and drinking so i mean somewhere or the other it's mm. just you're consuming in all kind of circumstances so um definitely in bigger cities um the thing is that it's an overeating kind of a lot is happening because uh, say you need 2000 calories a day maintenance so you are if you analyze you are getting like 4000 calories double so kind of uh, somewhere you have to um, look at ways where you don't eat also right there are certain parts like everything there has to be a reward system uh, and you not believe this the way i'm sure everyone kind of experiences there the way the marketing industry and in general when we see fast food and everything the temptations are enormous right what they have not been Absolutely. earlier so i mean you have to control this is like a almost like a virtual war that is happening on your senses there True. where everything is enabling you that i'm going to eat unhealthy and you we all have noticed of the industry like whether you are talking about you know burgers and all this thing you are eating any fast foods they are becoming cheaper and there are brands and all like you see and that is only available like even people uh, with lesser resources can are having those things and they are also becoming more unhealthy earlier it used to not they used to a person with limited resources generally was eating healthier but healthy now these thing, now yes, it's unhealthy yeah 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 so uh, somewhere a consciousness is there in our education system as well as if you join a company where you incentivize certain health based things um health insurance can be you know 
better higher for a more healthier person yeah so these kind of incentives you take place because if Absolutely. not think think about yourself think about your family right in this right. whole if that is more motivational for you right then who are you so working for right yeah this is this is one concept that we introduced like we brought potluck and personality hmm. so basically initially people used to bring samosa or all other aspects but when they started defining their personality that how samosa they are so they started changing to healthy eating yeah. so it was yeah. one thing that we implemented and uh, it it actually worked in favor like this was uh, a very subconscious uh, level working that we did for personality basis but people never thought that we could think that way so yeah so this really worked that's right personality and potluck <laughs> that's right like very few people will say that i the food item that reminds me of myself is a vada pav <laughs> so they will come up with maybe healthier food options or something like yeah, that yeah exactly exactly because that's we always it. want to be perceived good you know good enough so yes yes yeah i mean when you correlate to yourself like very few people will unless it's a like for humorous thing that uh, you'll say something like i correlate myself I'm with samosa uh, <laughs> or something so yeah that is a good way but if you don't correlate then kind of why are you constantly eating that only and you will then yes look like a what <laughs> no but <laughs> in terms of yeah definitely but uh, definitely on a serious note uh, uh, things definitely we look at it it is harder so a uh, step by step plan um, kind of you have where uh, you are reducing your calories or something like because it's not going to happen oh, how much of motivation you see uh, body also takes time to adapt and all and the mind and all so few like steps at a time uh, you go like people who've had Uh, definitely been therapist on this where you have a vice of smoking or there's some you know tobacco or whatever it's a step by step i don't think within a month somebody is able to leave a habit or really reduce it is like you kind of reducing it it's a kind of a uh, process within the same awesome so ishita in terms of uh, you know the decision making aspect as we said you know like the digital world which is kind of 5 uh, to 6 years when i talk digital world is like everything you are interacting with but like say virtually a machine only where you have your phone your laptop and all you are managing your work you are managing other people you are having meetings interactions and all a uh, lot of decision making has increased you know small decision big decisions whatever so how do you uh, kind of optimize this process where um, your energies your faculties also are not you know getting depleted or you're not putting energy into certain things which you don't want to it's not that important so how do you kind of manage all this i think first thing is that there should be uh, so you know even down down the hierarchy people should be given that a little authority is what i feel when they are given that leadership opportunity or you know where they are given uh, where they become spoke for their ideas that would cultivate a lot of new strategy one thing which is which i feel would enhance the decision making aspect and uh, when it comes to uh jail cut no issues
that's right um i feel in this the aspect is managing your own than with others the decision making because i feel uh, you know the way the work is structured nowadays there's a lot of um, time where you are only managing it's like very less of meetings per se it's more managing your time and also um decision making like when i think earlier aspect in the post- podcast you had covered about the 369 somewhere is that yeah. how you make the decisions about those tasks uh, that is i think the most important because right. um, the rest of the decisions okay if you are in a position where you have a huge team and uh, you have you know a decision making in terms of uh, how much work you have to give them what is the targets and all that that kind of um, that's a yeah that's a very important point like you know understanding what are our priorities that's where we hmm. get jumbled up the most like what is my priority right so you know understanding what like that is also a very key decision making uh, process that we need to enter that's right yeah like sometimes i feel somewhere we our energies are kind of diverted in things 
which it shouldn't you know like where say you don't have a good meeting or the client interaction has not gone well or deal didn't close we all have observed that maybe the whole day has not been that productive right because you have kind of uh, that thinking like you have been too much uh, you know invested in those thoughts only throughout the day where you are feeling low that something didn't happen so i think even then the decision making is what you decide to give energy to right i don't think uh, we should give so much energy into anything that's where detachment comes like where everything and that's why even like in a business deal you put too much pressure on yourself even in an interview or something yeah and somewhere you notice where you didn't do that like you were like uh, just prepared well and you went with the flow you performed better so yeah i think that's where i think the decisions also can come in where your energy where you have to put uh, you kind of have, and i think that has to be done conscious many people go through their whole corporate life and they won't be able to uh, you know do that and that's why they don't see that level of uh, you know growth in general forget about in the corporate ladder or anything like even for within themselves like you feel you are the same person you not learn from your experiences so yeah i think this is something which uh, you know uh, people can look at and, and uh, take it being yes. a experimental design to just what you said is that uh, again going back to the point that i said earlier that be the compass you know always know that you have to strive towards north and there is always a north hmm. you don't have to go south you have to travel towards north and you just have to flow because sometimes because i have experimented with my career choices a lot so with that one thing that i have realized over the time is that one thing that stayed unique about me was my words was the words that i used and the empathy as a source that i had so i feel that you know sometimes dots just connect you don't have to make you don't have to consciously make a choice to make a decision but like hmm. understand sometimes you have to just be like water and keep flowing that's right if you are constantly thinking about your next step then when will that step come right like you yeah if you are doing now also that's right if you are constantly that the same uh, coming back to the example i gave you are kind of feeling low because that deal didn't go through or something didn't happen and your energy is not there in the next steps right so absolutely that is where your analysis of your uh behavior is really important so it should also an important thing where um don't you think like when uh, you are asking like a certain thing uh happens to you which is not generally favorable so you should ask a question how then why why is like why did this happen to me right why is this happening to me only then to like how okay this has happened how should i learn from this how should i um now do things that things kind of go north for me so what is your opinion also what i feel yeah. what is what should be the question the first question that you ask like what is it trying to teach you because there is always something to learn and hmm. how 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 are, how is going to be the next step after you define hmm. the what of it that the learning the essence that you know this event happened there is always a learning towards everything and hmm. then what are the next pointers is how you would define it that these are the few solution driven steps that i would take so this was the problem i took the deal uh, it took the, this many hours for me i i, I had this conversation for 30 minutes and i could mm. have uh, i could complete this 
in the first 30 second i could have pitched this product this way mm-hmm. and you know you said you write those solution driven steps in the how as well and that way you cultivate change so uh, you have to fail many times to actually you know uh, win once and that's very that's important it. and that is with your behavior if you constantly so sensitive to failure and you constantly then you are feeling low you are not going to have the courage for doing things so definitely where you ask and also what this yeah celebrating failures like to what you said like i feel it's very important to uh, like you know celebrate those failures and have a resume of failures if given a opportunity as a hr professional i would like to introduce a resume of failures instead of a resume of uh, a resume of what you have done because that shows how many times you have taken risk in life and still you are going mm. so i that's think that's why that's right this is in a mindset like there was a you know discussion uh, having within some cricketing experts so you had a team uh, which was kind of on the upswing all positive they were doing well and a kind of a mindset was created and a team which was kind of uh, you know like not coming out of a hole they were losing a lot or whatever mm-hmm. so like when a bowler is bowling from that positive aspect he will say miss the bats we'll say okay i missed it now i'll get you next time and compared to the losing mindset they are like he misses the ball oh man again i've missed it yeah when am i going to actually get a wicket so you know this is the way it's the same thing has happened it's how you're taking it and then the energies will uh, go and then accordingly you'll get the results you know so you know who will get the good results in such a scenario so definitely yeah, uh, lot to learn psychology yeah. has evolved over the time and it's very important in terms of the lessons it brings in like hmm. uh, especially when you said about the cricketers so you know uh, there are cricketers who for example dhoni so he would take a minute more before he uh, so a second more hmm. so usually what cricketers take plus one second more to ensure that his ball goes in the right direction so i think hmm. that right that pause that you take that pause that hmm. breath that you take before making that decision is so very important that's why when he before that, used to take any delivery he is like adjusting everything maybe at that time yes he is thinking about and clarity of thought at, absolutely like sachin tendulkar would take would ensure that he has his earphones plugged in before the session so that you know uh, before going into match yeah so he would ensure that he is out he just performs out of the box he's not there hmm. the way others are uh, so you know keeping that also in mind that you don't allow a lot of perspectives to you know uh, create decisions for you instead of you that's making right. your own decisions that's right that's where the you're cutting off from external aspects which is kind of natural because a human being is more or less uh, tuned into like this in a survival than being thriving absolutely so you can't somewhere you have to do it come naturally to you where they say you know the negative like you'll get 10 praises and one you know uh, not so good thing you'll remember the not so somewhere you have to not change yes <laughs> change change your behavior so that uh, you know it is for your benefit only and how you kind of uh, uh, contribute more said- to society yeah 
what you said comes with habit like you know it doesn't happen overnight if i am positive today and negative tomorrow it's a channel i have to mm. constantly keep performing i have to constantly create that mindset it's very important that organization don't have yoga sessions once a month but they rather have something that brings that mindfulness practice every day even if you do for mm. 10 minutes but make it a practice that they count their breaths make make a yes, conscious yes. effort yes and i think they should do that i've observed in so many companies they are employees they so much of time uh, is being it's like a waste also you know in certain interactions or you know like breaks and all i mean somewhere if you have that small session once a week like a half an hour or something in a small group it's not like everyone has to come you know also there again you get left out like you have these small groups uh, say five or six guys and then you having a session with them and then maybe an hr is doing it or someone in the team so yeah i think this can have great benefit that's why i feel even uh, human resource aspect beyond somewhere i have observed in smaller companies just about recruitment but there are i think many other aspects they have to work on for actually you know uh, increasing productivity of employees and also the their mode in terms of retaining the good employees basically yeah i feel lnd and wellness are age of the uh, like they are the need of the hour and we all really really need this like because mindsets actually we actually scatter our energy a lot so we mm. need something within the organization that brings all that energy towards one goal that directs us because there are very less people who talk their values who live their mm. values there mm. are a lot of times where companies have talked about equal employment opportunities and you know acts but they have they have you know not valued their own values itself their own mm. uh, core ethics i think these are very important and crucial and companies should start that awesome so uh, ishita in terms of uh, you know in corporate profile marketing profession is more creative you'll have your design team you'll have uh, your ui ux a uh, lot of different kind of marketing roles are there even in uh, different like digital marketing agencies per se so the constant thing is coming up Uh, you know with new ideas ideas which connect with your tg ideas which are relevant which are relatable so and this is something which uh, you know as any kind of a creative artistic process it doesn't land on you maybe you have to have a process wherein uh, these ideas are kind of flowing through a certain mm-hmm. point in a day it could be a certain environment you are in so what is your advice in terms of that for how do you kind of uh, get more creative any kind of activities exercises that you can do that would hold you in good stead yeah so i feel creativity is something which we need in all aspects like i would not just limit it to marketing however uh, when it comes to marketers it's of utmost importance when you come up with new ideas and bring new elements because that is mm. what would that is going to grasp a lot of attention and reach so um i feel that one thing that we can really keep in mind is uh, creating innovative tags by having uh, mind maps and uh, bringing people together where they you know discuss ideas which is a very um, a good way of uh, cultivating ideas other which i said earlier that you know taking things from their co curricular activities because you know hobbies 
play a very important role like for example i remember one of this these advertisements of uh, of ipls where uh, they are playing tabla and uh, they are talking about breakups where they are talking about a brand and bonding so when they are talking about a brand and bonding bond tight basically they are actually uh, that idea came up because of someone going through a breakup and someone actually knowing a musical element someone being mm. good with music so mm. some things uh, some very creative ideas can come up in rooms when you're not thinking about anything other thing that we need to practice is not doing anything for a while like you know giving mm. that free space and time in a day where you're not doing anything where you're not thinking where you are deep focusing and that is where those uh, you know that is where your mind brings back all your energy to a center and you now have more to share and uh, doodling uh, you know doing those little little initiatives where you know people can uh, stand for themselves having fun friday meets and uh, creating informal discussions for people and i think there should always be a idea tab and tag in all our uh, uh, there should be a group where people just put their ideas out and the best ideas are rewarded and uh, people should on a rotational uh, shift be be given a opportunity where they speak up so and i think everybody should host shark tank so we all should host shark tanks in our own workspaces because that really creates great innovative plan you know it's not only innovative ideation but it's also planned because then you mm. have a proper map canvas to it so i think these are few things so you're in the work. shark tank concept is that you're saying you're pitching ideas obviously there you are pitching the yeah business for investment here you are pitching uh, different ideas that you have in your department sir right so i remember i was given this first task as case, uh, case study which was on uh, which was to understand uh, politics it was uh, it was basically business politics and uh, i remember the case study was mere bhais ko danda kisne mara so it was this jargon that i had to be i was given and this was a research paper that i wrote on mere bhais ko danda kisne mara so it was all about the three political aspects in company so how we decipher and how we come up with it it was just a very small thing which was given as a case to me but then i made it huge i shared it in accelerate group i made it a big initiative so that worked in my favor so you know it's about giving people uh, something unique also like mm. I, i was very much uh, it, it was very but the concept of that was uh, what exactly uh, so the meri bhais ko danda kisne mara right Yeah. yeah so it was basically understanding uh, it was basically politics it was understanding that uh, when you when how people would try to uh, even if you are doing good work in a corporate but people will always put you know they'll keep hitting you on back and they will keep giving you perspective so it was all in the song the words were taken from song so we did a proper research survey for it where we got to know that one is that there is a lot of politics when there are complementary elements in company and people mm. want to push their idea they want to have more control so mm. to reduce the control uh, the level of control people freaking out that you know they want more power so that power mm. focus approach is one thing that is uh, then the other was digital marketing like you know how 
how we end up putting ourselves in more conflict and confusion and paradoxes because we are in digital world so these are few things that we came up with as a conclusion because we were given an open canvas and i connected to all hr professionals so this was the idea that's right i feel uh, in terms of you know the office politics aspect of it i feel the people you know who are in those leadership positions somewhere they have to have a uh, you know a way a strategy also with deal because there are many employees you know backbiting Absolutely. they do or they will snitch where they are complaining so somewhere or the other this uh, kind of behavior should not be encouraged and all uh, even if it is something where you are saying okay that person is doing something to harm the company or whatever that is always a perception i'm not unless it's something is outright you know like where you are stealing an idea or giving it to a competitor or something so yeah i think uh, the management has to be strong because many people they get into the and there is a lot of waste of energies uh, within that and people then you are justifying then it's something like when you know that person is kind of against you you feel then enmity doesn't in your work also it comes out right uh that positive aspect is not like it's always a one upsmanship or proving a point so yeah that is something where um you know the hr ceo somewhere you kind of have to have it in your work process where uh those things are not encouraged you have to lay down it specifically obviously with any policy yeah. and kind of obviously it cannot be in stone like there is all perceptions around things but uh somewhere that approach uh should be there i think we all have worked we have uh you know noticed uh, certain people employees and all maybe even sub, uh, not consciously we are also getting into those kind of uh you know gossips or putting down a certain employee or kind of distancing from certain person maybe the background or whatever so it should be kind of inclusive i have noticed this I, where i have been any should have a yes yeah, yeah go ahead sorry the the company i'm sure you all have been where you interacted with forget a proper company or business also a shop front and all somewhere you know there is a positive feeling within that when you enter like where yeah. your employees you know they are feeling valued and that happiness Absolutely. is within them i have felt this uh, the, it's up to listeners you can also judge that that you know that you have also felt that and hasn't it had a positive aunt you kind of somewhere or the other it's led you to the decision of being a regular customer for example so yeah that is an important thing to learn and when you say that i think one thing that is very important is again you giving your employees that space the vulnerability space so we did something called as transaction matrix where a uh, a uh, they have where the person who is the employee and the employer both have to get into a discussion so they can ask anything to each other and then there is a call for action so there is a table of discussion that we created the people come and discuss whatever problems they have like i have a problem with you i'll come and say that hey this these are the problem i can call anyone on any designation and say i have a problem with this so please ensure you don't do this for example i have a problem with people back mouthing or back bitching about anybody when while eating so i ensure that i say this one person that you cannot answer calls during uh, during lunch hour so that was a that was a call for action that we made for 
us that hmm. for that 30 minutes she cannot have any call so that way we that's came right. up with a lot of call for actions and a lot of change happened that's right yeah i've noticed generally when you know workspace what is the most common thing is that a person who's your boss or as an authority you generally you know don't get into a conversation where it can challenge a certain system yeah. or a behavior whatever because you are a little bit you know like you know what's my position in this company and yeah. those kind of things so somewhere it has to come from the management because nobody's going to risk their uh, you know their employeeship or whatever on those things so if there is a thing like there is like say for example where uh, this is this done in large that's right larger companies i've seen there's certain thing where they you have a boss feedback like there is certain questionnaire that has asked and that is kept hidden like who is answering it or not so like say yeah. uh, we do that 10, in od yes yes 10 employees are reporting to one so somewhere a report will come that on different kind of uh, things obviously is judged on and you come to know the boss obviously as the what is the relation between the boss and employee and employee and boss that these all it matters it can't be one way where uh, a boss can get away with anything in terms of just like justifying with you know pressure is on me also so i have to put it on them or that way so there are techniques i think going forward there will be more innovations in space but there's something to kind of think about for uh, the hrs and all the ceos and all out there yeah, awesome sure. so uh, Ishita, um, we talked about decision making. So, uh, because of this, I think there's a lot of a burnout because a lot of things you are handling. I'll give you an example: a marketing person or say person, a social media manager, is handling you know various social media accounts, posting on time, uh, reacting to certain comments, what is trending. It is like all the time you are on social media. Like they say, you shouldn't be on social media, but someone's job is that. So how do you handle, because you'll there'll be a burnout, right? If you are that much tuned in for, you know, a long period of time every day. So how do you kind of, um, you know, detach and like, so that there's no burnout happening in a long term? Yeah, I think there is a right balance which you really need to make. Uh, social media is of great help, but you need to have that detox period every day. So you have to keep that time in check. Right now, we have a lot of channels, way of channeling our comments, time, and you know everything. That you know we can automate a lot of things, posts, mm. and all of things. So one thing that is very important is taking breaks to move your body a bit, mm. and to end to take that pauses after regular intervals, like after every hour, having that little pause. That's very very important. Because if you don't take that, being a marketer specifically, because you have to defocus. That's when your ideas start coming. They are more natural. So uh, that is one thing. The other thing when it comes to burnout and stress Ooh. is that uh, we all are going through that a lot because companies are having a lot of pressure when it comes to what they want to achieve and uh, where they want to go. But and marketers are always in that loop. Now, to really maximize our potential and put that in right perspective is to create, give that free will in workspace, have play centers, have those little spaces. Like if you are a small company, then you know make it joyful there. 
just have few board games so hmm. give that free space where people can interact talk and they don't and they have things to do except for bitch you know That's... they they have things to do except for uh talking what is not going right so create That's book it. reading circles create spaces where people can just you know be themselves Uh, sing, jam. This is also a very funny thing. So, I was working in a company. Uh, so they had a core team. So the company was thin since like twenty years. It was in business, and uh, the core team, like you'll have the CEO is the main boss, and then the core team, uh, five six people who were there almost since start. And they used to basically, obviously, the company didn't didn't have anything, any employee engagement or anything that there was like nothing from. is and the boss so he was like an old school kind of guy and uh, in those thing no new employee engagement or all those activities to do so these um, guys were like uh, five six years they used to i'm not kidding you they are bitching about him like they half an hour if they are together even three guys or four guys or how many were joined together they are bitching about the boss and the employees are right there like who's a new joinee and all this thing and they also like joining in so um you know uh, this is funny like what kind of culture plus if you don't like your boss that much like you are in this company since 20 years man so th- you know that matlab mm-hmm. what kind of environment you are in like oh you're not channeling your creating this thing where like this is an entertainment for you you know like which is also negative way talking negatively about someone is an entertainment for you or a release for you so yeah that kind of behavior i feel should not be displayed especially to young people who are joining like what will they feel in terms of you know that thing and such kind of thing i feel uh, i advise to people who join companies newly don't get into some employees they sneakily try to get into in this conversations where a boss or something they are gossiping about that all which i feel you shouldn't get into especially on you in the company so you can get in that zone you know like everyone is talking let me also so yeah so keep your release uh, of any kind I of i think we should have a space yeah. for complaint box random complaint box and confessions we should have that so that people yeah. only place where they have anything negative to say is there also uh, when it comes to this practice the first the first instance itself when someone is feeling negative if that has been if the boss is such that i can share with him directly and confront him and clear that out then that thing that loop can be avoided so i think that space really needs that corporate shift has to happen that shift is very that's important right. that yeah that's right i have noticed this even when like you're working in companies and all i see they either the uh, whoever is a boss you he they overwhelm themselves too much with like targets on targets so these all finer points they are not paying attention to at all i mean employee engagement activities wellness is not even a concept i have seen so many companies who have say 100 200 employees they do nothing in that space their employee engagement and this thing will be like once some birthday celebration will be there or this thing so i mean you look at today attrition rates what the gen z expects from their employers see whether thing like you maybe judge whether your uh, you know people uh, say from age group 20 to 30 how
how many are actually being retained in your company that will be a big this thing for you where there is not any other external responsibility like of a family they can leave if they don't feel uh, you know valued there so yeah lot of interesting conversations that uh, can be had awesome so ishita um self reflection process like how do you kind of go about as a marketer you've done campaigns some have worked some have not worked um how do you kind of communicate with your employees as well as your audience and all uh how do you kind of have a good self reflection process not only professionally but also personally i think one is a journey map so i believe a lot a lot in kalu's theory where he says that everything that's happening outside of us is uh, a reflection of who we are so you know changing the pronouns of anything that you're seeing externally and putting it back to yourself i feel that so for example if i'm saying that my boss is not uh, understanding my perspective so mm. i replace it with i am not understanding my perspective is it true the answer is all is yes yes you are not understanding your perspective now go on that reflection journey where are you not understanding your perspective where are you devaluing yourself where are you disrespecting and then uh chart down positive aspects and shift the perspective so i think that is very very important and this is for everyone when it comes to personal growth i mean anything that goes outside of you if you put it back to yourself there will be at least one thought that you have spent significant energy towards and so it has manifested in your life and this is mm. like based on the kalum theory and this is a this is called mirror exercise uh, which is very very effective tool which i think everybody should use uh, in corporates because mm. as as we were discussing right now that we feel that a lot of our you know a lot of our elders at home or you know uh, people at work are not are not understanding our perspective or you know we are being taken for granted or we are not being valued so these all perspectives are something that we also feel we might also be feeling mm. so understanding and tapping into it can be one aspect and when it comes to marketers also understanding the journey map you know how you how you have evolved your evolution journey from from where you started uh, from the first campaign to where you are and understanding that every time the success and failure was very different it's possible that uh, in my first campaign i was very successful in talking but in my fifth campaign i was not good with words but i, I was good with conceptualization and the uh, objective so if i start mapping those journey and then taking those strengths out from all and then reinforcing those in me that can really add a lot to our journey and to our success that's right um so is it definitely like if a certain behavior or some response is being repeated like you're not getting a good response from your boss or your colleague and this is happening in one company second company somewhere you have to reflect on yourself you know like that how can i change certain thing then because you cannot change other people let's be honest so it's like what is your self journey how do i make this better in a present uh, company or and any person like with first yeah. changing your thought about it 
like you know yeah. first changing your mindset about it it's not about you going outside and telling that you know uh, because i have seen this has really really worked for like more than 5000 people i have trained uh, this mm. specific technique and this really works in a marvelous way so change your perspective the way you see yourself and gradually change the bring those changes which will take time and understand that uh change it takes time it's not going to happen suddenly even organization cannot change suddenly and when organizations are changing it's even more risky right because then you don't know where you are it's going to that's be even right. more scary situation that's so right be very very patient with yourself and others and the corporate that's right self reflection i feel the even the people who are you know in a important decision making role is uh, you know kind of so important where um, somewhere you cave into you know these pressures of the external force or competitors or whatever your even your superiors would have and uh, it kind of uh, has a negative experience in terms of the people how you are treating the people you know who are reporting to you and also uh if your self reflection process and how your behavior can be changed is happening from your end i think that has a major impact on the companies that you know can tide through even hard times and can uh, be you know successful in the long term uh, is these leaders are making those right choices and you know having a good amount of self reflection like i've seen that where somewhere uh you know like a company they have a particular cmo and then um after time he leaves the job and you have another one and a complete different kind of a mindset or a positive approach or self reflection it can transform the whole team because obviously you have see the higher up you are in in a food chain of power you have maximum impact and influence on people whether it's imagine you know like say it's so important that power you have that responsibility because your bad mood can re- result in a bad mood of 100 people working for you right so how much of impact your self reflection process has is so important you know the way a lot of people are being treated it has a tremendous impact awesome so uh, ishita obviously we are living in a time you know like you say fomo like fear of missing out so like this there are many other kind of fears we have whether it's within a society or peer pressure or whatever is there or way you have to live a certain life path that you have to have you know like those all things uh, let's be honest like um, maximum pressures are there in a third world countries compared to you know a company uh, country which is totally developed but uh, you feel that around you also you know those things where uh, you can cave into those kind of pressures and fears and all that so um how do you kind of uh, you know detach yourself from those things like those uh, kind of fears and uh, go forward in a more fearless way like easier to say than to do it but a person who is a little bit more in in that scheme of things where there are more sensitive to these things how do you uh, kind of break out from all this bearing confidence is like very important Mm. wherever and whichever field you are in and i think that is that is the substitute to overcoming fear uh, mm. like you know only way that you can risk 
you have to practice taking risks in life hmm. and that comes with two things first is you getting a platform where you can make mistakes where you are allowed to make hmm. mistakes with managers who give you uh, give you a permission and a sneak dot that you made a mistake but i'm so glad that you made it right now so now you know how to do it hmm. and you know uh, people also again when it comes to uh, specific when it comes to our campaigns feeling a lot of in house competition so i feel hmm. hr has to really jump shoot the learning agenda and uh, bring that environment and working cultures where failure is appreciated it is honored where hmm. where uh, there is a clear boundary when it comes to your tone of voice where empathy is rewarded and hmm. uh, fear is something fear is a very beautiful emotion actually because uh, it's only when you are scared of something you know that there is when you are scared of something and there is a doubt or there is a segment of jealousy that you have you know that this is something that you are capable of 90% hmm. of the time we are jealous of the things which we could not do or which we did not do because we either we were lazy or we had given up on ourselves too soon so it's the time to give it the only way to overcome fear is to do it that's the only way and to have a strategic risk taking approach is to um is to actually again be still and know that life is coming to you understand that uh if you do this you might not have a short term gain but maybe a long term gain and dots do connect yeah. that's right yes definitely um, i think one thing about making yourself uh, more fearless is um, that perception of judgment like you know what will a person Absolutely. think if something if you what go will wrong it happen? Wrong. yes yeah. yes so somewhere or the other like i'm sure everyone even listeners will agree if you are fearing something let's say a common thing like say you are talking approaching people you have events right like a seminar and then there is a meeting like you are scared of maybe approaching only you know and when say you put in all the courage and it happens with one person somewhere you feel liberated and you feel yaar this was such a minor thing why i was stopping myself in this and then when yeah. you do that then even if you had a bad experience approaching someone you are like yeah it's okay that person there's some issue with him not with me like i am you know in that process of doing and i've had successes so somewhere so in the... my own journey to like what yeah. you just said hmm. do you want to complete your statement yes, yes no no we'll continue you can tell yours i'll also chime in on that yeah so basically when it comes to my journey i was a core introvert and i still remember when i was in school i was said to be a my parents were called because i don't have any expression on my face so i was a core introvert who could not talk to a person sitting next to me and today i'm a core extrovert now this shift happened because i had realized over the time that there is no other choice that i have but to overcome my fear from the people pleasing approach that i have that mm. you know people would judge me this way that way and that only happened when i went on stage not that people uh, started throwing a lot of lemons on me and started making fun of me never it never mm. happened that way but it did happen that 
I, I was singing and the mic was not working. It did happen that I was not prepared and I had to perform a dance. A dance. Mm. I had to conduct a dance show. It did happen that I had to, I had to speak to 1,000 people and I started fumbling. And yeah, I made a lot of fun of myself that time on the stage. But today, when I look back, I feel so proud of myself because that has helped me evolve mm. as a person because I could hard. I mean, nobody could hear my voice, even the person sitting next to me. And today, if I see myself, I would love to have more and more people out there. So uh, that's it. You got to take that risk. That's it. So that means you've to completely transform yourself, like someone who is a co-introvert, and you know would have yeah. issue even talking to. Now you're like in front of a huge yes. audience, and you've been an RJ now voice artist, and like that is the thing I feel like for a young people to learn imagine there is something which you are great at and you're just at the other side of the fence and you're not taking that risk that initial first step only you could be like a Shahrukh Khan or acting whatever like you love a king in that domain and you are not going across because of so much inhibitions that are there so like if we actually look yeah. into the animal's kingdom also lion is not not the largest animal. Lion is not yeah. the strongest animal. I, I met yeah. leopard recently. So yeah. I go on and leopard is definitely a very shy animal. He would not, he yeah. or she would not come. So leopards will not have food for like three, four days. But when it comes to lion, when lion comes out, everyone is scared. Yeah. Whether it's giraffe, whether it's elephant, all animals have their traits. But when lion comes, yeah. that's that's the reason he's the king of the circle. Because you know, he has that personality and aura that he has created or she has created. Uh, so yeah, I think being fearless um, comes with taking risks. And Lion takes the risk to come in front of humans, but only in front of men. So That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And uh, actually, obviously, it'll sound a little bit idealistic, like what we are saying. I think uh, strategy-wise, which I think has worked for me also, which I would like to say is, um, say you are doing that where, you know, you're introduced, you're not uh, easy to, you know, talk to other person. So if you go to these events, like seminar network, try, like, have a target that, okay, I'm going to talk to these two people. I don't care whether I get anything out of it or what, don't judge sure. those people. Just have that interaction, like a target base, ki, okay, mujhe karna hai. like, you see many salespeople, unko karna hai. like, they have to approach, that is their job, like, you then push yourself uh, within it. So... You'll be surprised like how much you're able to do. Like you had a target of two, you've met like 10 people. And then once that flow happens, no one can stop. It's always about getting in that flow. Okay, it, yeah. You know, that particular task is being done and there's a sense of achievement and then you kind of, uh, you know, go along it. But definitely, see, everybody, there are different strengths and different things within them, weaknesses and all. One thing for one person would be so straightforward for the other person. You have to train, you know, for a year for that, for example. So you have to look at this. It's not everyone not equal in uh, their values, not only if you say economically or any other way. Uh, there are hundreds of other things. So everyone not equal. So everyone will have the challenges. So don't, you know, consider somebody who oh, is from a big family. He has money. What tension he'll have? What is the achievement for him and all that? They will also have, you know, quite a few problems. Everybody is not, you know, gifted with everything. So 
that's we kind of go about like what uh, you know you have to do in this particular process to improve yourself and uh, i feel having an ambition definitely uh, helps you to kind of improve yourselves in many ways awesome Absolutely. so uh, so lastly ishita um, you know emotional intelligence is something which last few years is being discussed a lot compared to and uh, iq that is intelligence quotient so um that is more i think the analytical skills and all these things but um how do you feel you can develop this more you know because end of the day marketer or any artist they have to create things which connect and connect only happens when um, you know you are understanding that person from the core emotionally uh, intelligent in a way so how do you kind of increase your emotional intelligence yeah so as you rightly said it's we are no more living in the usp era it's yes emotional selling proposition all that we are living for and right now you the employees have to have a very strong connection to the products and services that they are delivering they should really feel that the value of it and the more and more they use it the more and more uh, they understand the more they can communicate it to the target audience also when it comes to emotional intelligence per se how you are communicating like you know that needs to that actually comes with a kind of empathy that you build with it also the way you communicate like how clear you are with the concept how much how much uh, do you know about the product how much do you know about the services and how again you are channelizing those information so if you have a negative feedback even if you are giving a positive perspective that sometimes uh, backfires because then you don't have you will agree very soon if someone mm. says that uh, this cannot be sold or this is not good enough i got a better package there then you will agree that yeah this is true so mm. uh, yeah that is what i feel. yeah that's right i think you have to hold your own like where uh, you give a good example where um you can't get kind of swayed even when uh, there are places like when you have a meeting and your boss is there you have to point out certain things which in the long term what they are observing you are observing can benefit the company mm-hmm. or certain change that can happen um and that is with an emotion the way it's conveyed right it cannot be where thoda sa i am you know getting like an authority over the there is a power dynamic so you have to maintain that but it has to be about executing end of the day if you see these guys ceos of uh companies now where which are come up a lot or people who you have seen the career path like they have achieved quite a lot within the corporate also they are open for that because they know their success the company's success is going to have an impact so you whatever bias they have towards you and all that doesn't matter they will uh, work towards that this is benefiting in a long term sure. so they will be always open and for it so, yeah there should right. be like what you said there should be like there should be open door policies that's right your emotional definitely i think but any ishita anything they can practice to impre- increase it like specifically as a activity yeah i think one is definitely journaling uh them understand like the ones which i said like one is definitely journaling the other is 
them getting a space where they can reach out open door policy is where i feel leaders should be easily approachable and uh, when it comes to uh, building stronger connections there should be the skill of belongingness that we need to create more of togetherness that if i need help uh, so this person has this strength so let me ask him so you know like we used to have a lot of clubs in universities so we should yeah. have in house hackathons and clubs in corporates where we get to know that ha huh, this person can help suppose a person in marketing can teach a person in hr a new a new skill to sell and to find the right candidate so you know mm-hmm. we can have a lot of such mixed creative creative thinking and different approaches where people can you know come in together that's right i think where the different departments also mixing because i have observed yeah, many companies we are all working in uh, silos and uh, you don't even know what's happening like a marketing guy is not even knowing what is happening in the engineering how they are making the product or something so it has a i mean if you have more interact they can contribute more even forget all these aspects like if you are just a businessman doing your business and that way even i would say the contributions that they give inputs it is going to have a business impact so even if you look at from that lens um that is there plus they will get their perspective you know like why is it so hard if a certain feature has to come you know what is the thing you know even a boss's perspective you know what is he facing you know like when he is making those decisions why is he not yeah. able to put a certain budget you know is he planning to you know what is his plans like is this going to happen sometimes you feel no no this is not going to happen at all what i've seen from him he's not going to invest in this particular uh campaign or activity but then could be down the line they are planning this they have not put out budget Absolutely. so that's where the communication comes and so me to understand better like what you just said a project management a person who is in project management can actually help the decision making leaders team to uh, create better charts to you know put things in right format and the more organized they are the more the decisions can be made faster so yeah i feel that pro- like like right you said like cross cultural uh, dimension would really bring new transformation to the organization that's right awesome so i think uh, it's been a great uh, you know session here with uh, ishita we had some awesome discussions on uh, Uh, you know this mindset basically uh, you know for the working professionals how they have to go about so um, ishita any closing words for the audience also then a little bit about your services what you are providing and uh, uh, you know what all companies can expect let's say if they are hiring you for the same i think um, firstly thank you for this opportunity it is really good to be here and uh, see things from a marketing perspective i feel if you really want to empower and bring change in the brands that you know you are start seeing brands as humans and uh, personify them i understand that we are all empathy driven people so you know create joyful spaces where people work for their homes so that they go back to their homes with better smile and they feel satisfied at the end of the day and i think every leader should just focus that they are uh, company that people in their employ that their employees are really happy if that happens i think 
the right thing would happen. That's right. And about your services that you offer, Ishita. Yeah. So basically, I work uh, closely with corporate wellness, and uh, I do it for a different organization where I create training modules, and uh, also when it comes to uh, empowering workshops on uh, building confidence, brand personification, and uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome, awesome, great. So uh, I think it's been I think great session wherein like we got really into the. depth of it even my podcast now i am channelizing into more just not marketing and this thing uh, now we are uh, looking at lot of various different other aspects different topics also within that we are discussing so many like interesting people like you will try to approach where they will give their perspective what they learned uh, over their journey what they can contribute uh, to society with their learnings they have had over the years awesome so to the audience thank you please uh, subscribe to the mi podcast on all the major platforms uh, that are there and definitely on youtube also you can uh, subscribe to us and uh, any feedback and all you can share the same with all our content out there thanks a lot thanks for your time i'll see you take care thank you